What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm gonna go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Thank you for joining us for the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. Joined by your host, of course, Mimi Shoneman from the Remax Results team. Good morning, Mimi. Howdy. I am so excited about today because there I personally have needed some uh, advice because people have been asking me. I have some friends that are like, I want to buy a house, but I don't know this. I'm like, well, don't worry. I'm gonna go see Mimi. Wonder on who Sunday. we should talk to. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I have a lady for you. Yeah, I there have you a go. lady. And not only do I have a lady, I have a gentleman as well because Phil Olson is joining us this morning. Good morning. Phil, give everybody your MLS number so we can remind them how to find you as My well. MLS is mm-hmm. 238-103, branch NMLS 379-094, and company NMLS 150953. Bill Olson, our friend from Amec Home Loans, and we did a great uh, uh, conversation about what differentiates Amec Home Loans from a lot of the other mortgage professional industry, people that are out there in the industry, and why you should just be really wise when you're making these choices. There you go. And he remembers all of those numbers with no problem. Right, <laughs> Exactly. Actually, I've gotten them all written them down. Oh, okay, right. Oh, cheat, cheat, cheat. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. cheat. <laughs> you pulled the curtain away. Like, yeah. I can yeah. barely remember my phone number. I gotta be days. an honest banker. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Phil and I, we've done a, a we had a really great powwow session this week. Did we not? Absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. so we were talking about you know what is it that um, people that are thinking about buying and selling what is it that really kind of keeps them up at night, right? right. Correct. And so what we figured was nobody wants to be left behind. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so how does that work? You know, Phil, I mean, so what are some of the scenarios we're going to be talking about today? Well, I mean, one of the big scenarios is frequent questions I get is, is credit. Yes. And then, and then the other one is student loans. And then they, they call and they go, you want to know something? I was told I need 20% down and I don't have any money. So we're going to talk about all the perceived challenges that consumers have that Mimi and I can overcome and work with these people on and help them get to their investment dreams by becoming a homeowner or buying that second home or buying that investment property. Because real estate today, if you if you take a look over history, is the number one driver in a consumer creating wealth. Right. You know, it's not the 401k. Yes, that's a piece. But if you take a look at historical data, those that have become homeowners and then rolled their equity from one property to the next to the next and then accumulated more properties are financially far more wealthy than those that decide to stay out of the market. And I guess in our show here today is we want to talk to those listeners that are going, I'm afraid. Yeah. There's always one little thing that might be holding you back and you say, I'm not ready. So we're going to dispel a lot of those, those myths about what might be holding somebody back. Absolutely. And we were also talking about people who would love to invest. Um, They've played Monopoly their whole life. They've watched their friends do it. They read about it. They, they watch HGTV. They see other people doing it, Mm -hmm. but they have no idea how to start or where to start. How could they start in a hot seller's market? And Phil and I are going to talk about that probably in the third or last segment 
about how you can possibly do that. And for our renter listeners, we we feel you. Yes. We know you want a dog. We know <laughs> you are sick and tired of not being able to do to your house, your apartment, what you really want to do. We know you want to crank up the tunes yeah. and listen to 1071 and the mm-hmm. Red Hot Real Estate Show. <laughs> you mean right. you, you don't want to smell the neighbors cooking and listen to their radio? Right. Come on, Phil. You know I love that. Oh. <laughs> and Miss Shannon loves it, too. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite. Somebody We're, else's oh, playlist, exactly. that's or what the, I want to do. Knock, or the exactly. knock at the, in the middle of the night and go, going, that's not my door. Oh, that's the neighbor. <laughs> right. Oh, listen, my last apartment before I got married, stories. Yes, mine say. too. I'm like, I'm glad I'm over here in my little first wing suburb. It makes a big difference. So there you go. we are going to cover a lot of that information, but we always encourage you to call in and be a part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. The number is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And Mimi, I think of you every day when I'm driving around my neighborhood and I see some houses that are for sale and they're still for sale. I thought and you I'm were like, going to say you think about me when you go to shoe shop well yeah i do that at home though so i'm like she would like these as well too bad i wish we had the same size shoe because then we could just swap a lot of times why is it that i don't think that yeah I Phil. think about you when I need polos. Let me if I'm gone, I need go. a polo. Phil would, appre- Phil would Phil appreciate this polo. Phil is the hot pink, and yes. I'm doing the polka dot thing today. Yes, so both very fashionable, <laughs> very fashionable. Yeah. But there's some houses in my neighborhood that I feel like I've seen a sign up for quite some time. And from the outside, they look like nice houses, and I'm just surprised that they're still on the market. So I wonder what's going on over there. So that's going to be the question, I think, that a lot of our listeners and, and a lot of the people in the community are starting to see. Mm-hmm. We in the real estate industry have already started to see the market shift. Would you agree, Phil? I would totally agree. And what does that exactly mean? So we have noticed that sellers are not selling quite as fast as they once did. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And their days on market are going a little bit longer. We're also seeing them take price reductions and concessions that we haven't seen, I'm going to say, four or five years. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, I mean, a great example is that I, I received three purchase agreements here this week. All three of my buyers had no competition on the properties. Goodness. None. Zero. Mm. Now that and that was between price points of what was it, one eighty to three ten. All three of my buyers were able, they were the first to make the offer. They they were only ones to make the offer. They were good offers because they, they were good with you, offers. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. But they were two of the three were slightly below list. Five, five grand was one, three grand was another. And and they had seller concessions attached to them, which we did not see that yeah. in the May, June, April time frame. Matter of fact, during that time frame, if you weren't up against four or five, potentially ten offers, that was not unheard of at that time. Right. Absolutely. And so if you have been sitting waiting in the wings because you just don't want to play that. You know, you're like, I don't want anything to do with that multiple offers. This right. scares the you know what out of me. Exactly. Now might be the time for you to dip your toe back into the water, right, Phil? I would say now is the time. Absolutely. You know? I mean, if if you're afraid of becoming a homeowner, Mimi and I ethically will tell you and show you everything you need to do and help you and walk you through that specific process right. to become a homeowner and we'll educate you with with real data so you can make an informed decision. Now is not the time to be waiting anymore. Right. 
And so we encourage all of our listeners uh, during the week and throughout whenever you play this podcast back, mm-hmm. be sure and reach out to Phil Olson with American Mortgage and Equity Consultants, AMEC now, um, and myself, Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. You want to definitely give us a call or email us or check out our website, mnredhotrealestate.com or callphilolson.com. And we can answer your questions and we can kind of walk through the scenarios for you. But the very best first step that you can take is to getting a pre pre approval, having a consultation, free consultation with Phil Olson. And he's going to walk you through what you need to know so that we can get you ready. You know, maybe there is something that you need to know about your background. Um, Phil's seen it all. He's like your doctor. We're right. going to call him Dr. Phil today. Is that trademarked? I don't know. I'm a surgeon. Um, <laughs> you told me you were a puzzle maker. Yeah, I don't well, know. I he like can surgeon. have multiple, multiple topics. That I, I think surgeon sounds better. Okay. We're going to call you surgeon today. So, Mimi, what are what are some of the benefits that you see for home ownership when you're working with your oh, clients? Oh, honey. Um, so, first of all, there is no more joyous day than when you give your notice to the landlord and you move out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Landlord, it's been real. I've enjoyed <laughs> paying your mortgage. I'm going to pay mine now. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's what I think that's one of the the best things. And I'm sure for a lot of people, it's quite the accomplishment. I remember the first time when I bought my first house, I was like, oh my gosh, I am adulting properly now. There you have it. Yes. You you have definitely stepped into the adulting world. And, you know, I think that one of the things that we uncovered, Phil, when we met this week was talking about some of the realistic fears that people have. And one of them is breaking a lease. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it can be terrifying, right? Because you can have to pay, lose your deposit and possibly pay two months rent. Right. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And it can sometimes be more challenging to break your lease than it is to even sell your house. Yeah. Right. It mm-hmm. could take more time. It could cost you more money. What if you could sell your house, your asset, something mm-hmm. that you can actually use as a as a vehicle to make more money and do that. Get out of that landlord situation. It's not too late and things are not too high. Are they, Phil? No, they're not. Matter of fact, give you a great example. I represented a first-time home buyer here three years ago. They bought a property at, I believe it was about one sixty-five. They just sold it for two hundred and twenty-one thousand dollars, and they netted over fifty thousand dollars. And guess what they're doing with that fifty grand? They were able to pay off all their student loans, which was about twenty thousand dollars, and then they rolled the other thirty thousand dollars into a new property. They completely went to a different type of property to where. They're, they're even better off financially now. And that goes back to what you're saying about building wealth, like n- being able to make a step every time you do one of these changes instead of going, oh, I'm in the same position I was 10 years ago. So when we come back from this break, we're going to talk more about don't be left behind in your real estate and mortgage goals because owning is more flexible than you can imagine. We're also open to take your calls. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon, of course, hanging out with us every week. Your host from Remax Results, Mimi Shoneman, is here. Also, Phil Olson. You can get all his information at callphilolson.com. And we are just freeing people up. Like, if you were one of those people that in the past you were, I'm too scared to try. If you were one of those people that you had a bad experience in the past when you were going to go and try and start the journey to home ownership, today's a great day for you to call. Because 
because we have two experts that will talk you through that and can actually get rid of a lot of that bad taste you might have in your mouth over something that happened to you in the past. So call us at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And we can clear up a lot of that, you know, that that bad feelings you might have had. We can help you clear those things up today. Yeah. Well, you know, I kind of call it like feels like tickling your digits. Ah, Mm -hmm. sounds lovely. And he's going to be tickling through your credit file and he's going to tell you if you maybe don't need to go get your teeth whitened because he's the doctor, Phil. Yes. And he's going to be actually in all seriousness, this man's brilliant and he can go and get everything that you need to get started. And so there's lots of things that are fearful. So let's just say that you've already bought your first house and maybe you've already started to feel the pain of outgrowing it. Right. They hear it all the time. And it's like, you know, you start off with your dog and then maybe another human comes into your house. Mm -hmm. And somehow that human, you never thought that a little human would have more stuff than you. They take up so much space. And but somehow they have more things than you do. (laughs) And then you're thinking, why is this three bedroom house not big enough for me anymore? It was perfectly fine like six months ago. How does that happen, Phil? And then... Hear it all the time. So, we got another baby on the way. And oh, by the way, the wife is pregnant with twins. Yeah, oh, here it comes too. So the thing I think that people are fearful of is making that switch in this market. They're fearful that they're, they can't find better or affordable in their next move. And so they're scared. Mm-hmm. What do you advise people to do when they have that scenario going on? Well, believe it or not, in this current marketplace right now, if you want to create a win-win situation, you want to upside. Okay. By going up, you'll actually make more money. And I mean, just real quickly, I mean, if if the house is is two hundred and I I sell it for two twenty, I just made twenty thousand. Right. Now, guess what? Now I'm going to buy a three hundred thousand dollar home, and I get the sellers to accept two ninety. I just saved another ten thousand dollars there. There in this market, you can do that right now. And don't you, I mean, as a parent, you know, right now I feel like we fit into the house, but I remember going, whatever decision I make, I'm going to have to make this for the next 30 years. But that's not the case, right? It, you know, we think that we're making this long term. You, you see that your mortgage is a 15 or 30 year mortgage, but that doesn't mean that you can't make a wise decision that's really only for the next seven years, right? Exactly. Well, okay. let's just talk about your c- scenario, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. So how old is your child? He's 10. Okay. And so over the next eight years is kind of a reasonable chunk of time for you to be thinking right Right. Mm -hmm. so you can pretty much imagine that as your 10 year old gets bigger and more grown Mm -hmm. that things are going to happen in your life right maybe uh, as a single parent you're going to have a relationship maybe somebody will move into your house maybe your child will need a bigger space exactly and so as somebody that's in your life situation, we see that people are, are always thinking, what's my next move? Right. Because if I, you know, I do think about that sometimes. If I was to get in a relationship, I got no room for him. I'm not moving my shoes. I already took up all the closet space. There's be no place for him to be right. in the house. There's no room. Couch. Yeah. And, and, and the couch, the couch is kind of already taken too. Yeah, <laughs> right. The couch is, has, the couch is full of cat. The well. couch, so, so I would, we would have to look into that. Like, what would be our next space? Exactly. And that happens in like, I would say every 10 years, you're, you're evaluating where you are in your life, right? Starting from whenever you're able to, to buy property. So, you know, you're constantly changing, you know, that 30 to 50 bracket 
there are so many life changes going on that you can hardly hardly breathe, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the national averages say either you're going to refinance or sell your home every five to seven years. So for those that say, you know, this this house I'm buying is going to be my, my end all, it's going to be the house I'm going to live in for the rest of my life, to be real honest with you, it's not realistic. Well, maybe, yeah. maybe for 10% of the general public, the rest of the 90%, they're going to do something, something's going to change, mm-hmm. their new job, whatever the case may be. They're, they're going to end up moving again. Right. Exactly. And, you know, we also had a really interesting conversation about um, millennials. Um, let's talk about them and why they feel like maybe they already were left behind. They kind of get a bad rap, millennials do sometimes, and, and that's really not not fair. Um, you know, they witnessed their parents and their parents' friends and, you know, who else? Maybe their grandparents go through the worst recession that we've had in forever. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And that scared them. And it scared them. All the Gen Y, Gen Z people, they're like, wait a minute, I don't feel as secure yeah. in making mm-hmm. those kind of long term decisions. Right. right. But, and, they're, but they are, they are start, they're starting to come out of the woodwork now. Yeah. You and know? what age would you say that you're starting to see the millennials and, and come out and ready to start pursuing home ownership? Uh, 27 to 30 years old. Fair okay. enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a realistic because, you know, they're out of school. And that brings us back to one of their other fears is their their debt. Mm-hmm. Many of them have gone off to college um, and they've k- taken on outrageous right. debt. Correct. And so what do you when you have a millennial that comes into your office that has that scenario what are you talking with them about? Well, I mean, one thing first is is for me to determine what's called debt to income ratios, and and determine you know how much buying power do they have or their lack thereof of buying power. Right. But then you know some of the questions that I'll ask is you know you've been in this job for two years, are you going to be getting a raise? And next thing you know, they're going well. Yes, I'm going to get a raise here in three months. Yeah. A lot of mortgage loan officers don't ask the tough probing questions that I'm going to ask right? because my job is to figure out this puzzle and maybe not, maybe this one last puzzle piece is three months away. Yeah. Maybe it's not today, but guess what? In this market, you realistically can start the shopping process, maybe not be looking at 50 million homes, but you can start the process, get a hundred percent pre-approved, be ready to go. So when that raise comes or guess what? I've got a job offer, and guess what? I didn't want to accept it because I met. I was going to want to meet with you first, right? And to determine what should what should be my next step. Exactly. Well, you, know? you can make some good life choices. Yeah. So it's interesting when we meet with people and we see that maybe they're underemployed, and that is that can be a difficult conversation to have because people are sensitive about their status of where they're working and what they're making. That's that's a sensitive subject. And so, you know, those are some of the things that we like to talk to people about. And maybe you do need a career coach. Right. Um, where mm-hmm. that's going to help you launch yourself into that next bracket to get you what it is that you really want. And thank you for calling. We always appreciate you touching base here with the Red Hot Real Estate Show. The number is 651-641-1071. Rajan, thanks for holding. What's your question for Mimi and Phil? Uh, uh I bought the house in 2014 where the interest rates were really low and uh, I had opted for 30-year mortgage. Uh, but over four years, the interest rates has gone up. And as you were mentioning, I am in a better position to pay off the loan early. 
So is it a good idea to refinance for the 15 years now? Can I, if, if, if I can ask you kind of a personal question, how much do you owe on the property? Uh, maybe 80% or 70% round. Okay, so what's your what's your loan amount? 100000 200000 what do you owe the bank right now? Oh, 300000 more than, a little bit more than 300000 Okay, I could run the numbers, but I'm just going to throw a number at you. If you went from a 30, been in the house for four years, you got 26 years remaining in your home, you're going to save 200000 by going to a refinance of a 15. Okay. Thank you. So you might want to leave your information with our producer Ryan and Phil can get at, back in touch with you this week. Thanks. Thanks for, Thanks nice for talking to you, sir. Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, because it sometimes you stay where you're at, just going, "Well, I'm comfortable," so you don't necessarily move because you don't know if it's really going to be worth all the effort. Mm-hmm. Right, and I think that is a sophisticated buyer owner that thinks about what's the difference in the long term. Uh, 15 versus 30, mm-hmm. right? There's strategies in Correct. place. And, and one of the things is, is as, an, as a consumer's income goes up, there's your great opportunity to reduce the amount of interest that you pay on a home mortgage because every day your mortgage is compounded daily. Right. So in that scenario, that consumer, maybe it's even close to 300,000, they would say. That's amazing. That's so, is, and And also too, you know, with the current climate, with rents climbing like they are, you know, maybe he would want to consider taking that property and either using it as his invest, an investment property, or maybe he wants to leverage that and get into the investment world. What sorts of options would somebody like that have? Well, I mean, in that scenario, if they're going to become an investor, which would definitely be an option I could propose to them, maybe they don't refinance to the 15. Maybe they we free up cash so they can buy another property. Okay. So now they've got an income-producing property along with their retirement, along with their, their, their Social Security, their investments. Becoming as diversified as possible in 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 is a to- is the way that a consumer is going to create that wealth. Right. You know, not just in one specific area, because if the market changes in that one specific area, it all goes back. You don't want to have all your eggs in one basket. Fair enough. You're right. Mm-hmm. So when we come back from this break, we're going to continue talking about, you know, things that make people left behind in an opportune real estate and mortgage environment. So be sure and call with your questions Don't wait till the very last segment. We want to talk to you live. And the number again is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. In studio with us, of course, our host from Remax Results, your Red Hot Real Estate Group host, Mimi Shoneman is here. Also from Amic Homelums, Phil Olson with us as well this morning. And Mimi, um, you bring up a lot of, you know, things where what is what how do people feel left behind? Like, why are they concerned that they can't be part of the home ownership group of people that are out there? Because when you when you think about it, you dream about it. If you're an overthinker or if you're a super big planner, sometimes all of that stops you in your tracks. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we had a great conversation with a business coach. And was talking about that this person has worked with a real estate agent for years, always bought this, bought their houses with this person. That real estate person 
never brought to them great opportunities that they saw in the marketplace. And I'm going to tell you what, that light bulb went off in my head. I'm like, right. oh my gosh, that is so true. Because we we focus as real estate professionals typically on what the consumer says they want. I see deals all the time, yeah. you know, I, and I, I was, so that like changed my whole paradigm where I'm going to be calling people and going, oh my gosh. And I had this conversation just yesterday with a, uh, with somebody that was in town from Arizona mm-hmm. and that, that's, uh, you know, an extended family member. And I'm like, you buy property in Arizona. Why don't you consider buying property in Minnesota? Because you're an investor and he's like, well, I, I don't live there. I can't manage it. I can't drive by it. I'm like, who cares? It's right. money. It's cash. <laughs> you know, right, Phil? You know, you're cash. You cashing can get a money. management company. Exactly. Guess what? People knows lots of people. Mm-hmm. We have so many colleges in this town. Oh, my goodness. Those students have got to live someplace. Right. And I'm telling you, they're paying $600 a room. That is absolutely the truth. Mm-hmm. We see it. I can get proof of it. They've already got leases in place you know you can move in you can buy a property that's already cash flowing and has a lease in place you can get excited about that that's real correct right okay so my voice is going up in octaves (laughs) no no you're doing awesome i appreciate your exuberance that's the point i'm like this you can do this let's do this This yeah that's what's fun about real estate right you want somebody to cheerlead for you that's what's fun it would be fun for me to see our listeners go, yeah, let's do this. Let's buy 10 properties because I've got a house that I know nothing on. What mm-hmm. can they do, Phil, to pull money from that to buy their investment properties? I've worked with many of the uh, first-time investors where we'll do a home equity loan against their property. We'll use the home equity loan as the vehicle for the down payment. Or they'll pull out, sometimes they'll pull out of some other investment vehicle. Or guess what? I had a client that had $80,000 sitting in their checking account making point zero zero one. And we use that money for the down payment. I mean, yeah. And please don't buy a CD. I'm not a financial investor, but (laughs) call Phil first. (laughs) He turned that into some real change. Right. And the the thing is with me, I'm not going to tell somebody to buy unless it makes sense. Right. I'm not there for the transaction. I'm there for the relationship. I've got lots and lots of friends that call me all the time just to ask me for my advice. What would you do? Mm -hmm. You know, um, so, I mean, I encourage people that are sitting on that fence that maybe lost that house three years ago are going, well, my credit isn't there. Call me. Okay. I'll work with you. I'll help you. And believe it or not, sometimes credit issues can be resolved in as little as 60 days. People don't realize that I have the ability to go to the back end of the bureau. I can manipulate credit scores with it with what's called a what-if simulator. Oh. And then... I can print off reports for them and show them if you do this, 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 and this, guess what? In two weeks, you can buy because I can fix the credit that quickly. weeks. Oh, see, I need to have you look at my stuff, Phil. (laughs) Maybe there's some magic you can work in the background. That's why I encourage encourage clients to call me. Prior planning prevents a poor performance. I've said it multiple times. But most mortgage people, banks... They're in it for that that transaction. And guess what? Because the transaction doesn't meet the box right. today, they go, I'm sorry, we can't help you. 
They're going to come that, to me. That comes with experience. Okay. Yes. So, you know, not to put any shame on, no. on different institutions. But they have a strategy and they probably have a program like some like something. They just plug the numbers in. It spits out a yes or a no. And that's all they can do. You know, it it, it takes initiative to do something that's not easy. Mm-hmm. Right. And well, so. Well, I care. That's that's really the difference. I care about every one of my clients and I want to help them. And guess what? If 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 I tell you it's going to take six months, then it's going to take six months. If it's going to take a year, it's going to take a year. There's reasons I'm saying that I'm not saying that because I don't want to help you today. But the bottom line is, is if you're willing to give me the shirt off my off your back, Mm -hmm. I'm willing to to do the same. I'm willing to give back and help you. Well, let's talk about um, where people can get the money. Because, you know, I think that the the consumer really knows they have a fairly good understanding of, of credit, what they what's wrong, you know, what it needs to be. Um, just tell everybody, what should it be? What should you what should you be shooting for with credit? Just one number, one number. I would tell you to be to be playing ball 660, but I can okay. do loans all the way down to a 580. But but you rather the, not you rather <laughs> shoot for the 720. Correct? Absolutely. Because why? Well, because then you're a conventional loan, your mortgage insurance goes away, your interest rate is better, the program is better, you qualify for down payment assistance. A, a great example, down payment. People didn't have any money. They made $125,000 a year. And I go, you want to buy in Woodbury? No down payment? Let's move to Hudson. Okay. They qualify for what's called a USDA Rural Development Loan. And because they have a family of five, they qualified up to $138,000 income, combined family income. And guess what? We got them a home, 100% financing, and the sellers paid their closing costs. Wow. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. going to tell you, Hudson is a honeypot. <laughs> okay? Just because it's that close to the mainstream Twin Cities, it's mm-hmm. only like 25 minutes to St. Paul. Right. And really, seriously, as soon as you cross that bridge, you can save a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That's good. And cheese is great there. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, go for cheese. Um, so, but in all seriousness, I think that what gets a lot of people hung up is the... Okay, so yeah, I, I'm squared away with the credit. I'm all in. You know, I, I think I've got it sorted out, but I, I don't have any savings. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm too proud to ask mom, what are some of the strategies that people can use to get some funds so that they can do this? Let's say they don't want to live in Hudson. Okay. They got to come up with some cash. Let's go with Minnesota Housing Step Up Program. Minnesota Housing Step Up Program, you do not need to be a first time home buyer. And believe it or not, there's down payment assistance for those people, okay, up to $10,000 for your down payment vehicle through the state of Minnesota. And oh. so that would be enough money for a $300,000 house, 10000 uh, ish Yes. I mean, under under different programs, 5, 5%. Get some ten grand. Maybe they have to come to the table with five. Maybe we take five from a 401k. Maybe we get gifted funds from mom and dad for five grand. Or better yet, I've got a client right now. They were able to save up the money in a month and a half. Because they knew that they were getting the additional part of it. So it's Correct. like, okay, I know I don't have to come up with but, 15 grand. But for this would be- our people that are listening that are the saver people, they're like, yeah, I'm not doing this until I get the full amount. Well, what are they missing? Well, th- that's one of their biggest fears. I mean, so housing prices right now are still going up and interest rates are predicted next year to be in the fives. Mm-hmm. So 
the money that you're waiting around to save when you get your taxes back, that's actually penalizing you. You should figure out, have a consultation with Phil and come up with a strategy where you can do it today and not have to wait till next year when your taxes come in and you've got that extra, you know, $2,000. Seriously, Mm -hmm. folks, now is the time. It's, it's like, I feel like the clock, the pendulum has swung uh, so that buyers are going to be a little more empowered than they've been in such a long time. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we we have our, our fingers on the pulse, right, Phil? We uh, feel I'm watching we the market every day. Every day. You know? And so some other ways that if they're not going to use a program, well, first of all, before we do that, what is a down payment assistance program and what are they required to do if they use it? Well, one, you got to have a minimum credit score of 650, preferably over it's 660, so 10 more points, which I'll help you get to that 10 points, all right? You got to take a first-time homebuyer class, mm-hmm. all right? There's no restriction as to how much of a house that you buy, mm-hmm. all right? Right. Um, so, um, basically, it's a great program where consumers can use money from the state of Minnesota to help them finance their property, and then we were also talking about, Mimi, if you have a scenario where maybe you qualify for some of those programs, but you're, this technically isn't your first house. Yeah. How does that work I semantically? I was just going to say, yeah. if you hear that sound, that means that Phil's giving away money. <laughs> <laughs> that's Lots like the, of it. That's like the jackpot when it's you're like, at the casino. Right? Yeah. yeah, sounder. Um, repeat your question. So sometimes when you, you know, you were saying that they, they have these down payment assistance programs, these first time homebuyer pro- programs. There aren't there some scenarios where technically I bought a house before, but I still qualify for these programs. Yes. So how do those work? Like how do? Because I, I mean, I had a house way back in the day. Yeah. The three-year rule. Okay, so that's what it is. So explain that to everybody out there, because I automatically would see first-time homebuyer program and go, I don't qualify. Three years. Yeah. Guess okay, what? It's been three you years. You owned a home seven years ago. Yes. You've been in rent for seven years. Yes. You are a, a first time home buyer. Really? It, that's all that it only Isn't takes that, that long. Yeah. It only Three takes that long. Three years that you have not filed a tax return showing mortgage interest, owning of a home, owning a deed, whatever the case may be, as long as you don't own a home. And guess what? Even if you do own a home, you may qualify. Here's a great example. You and Tommy are married. Right. You get divorced. Mm-hmm. In the divorce decree, the divorce decree says that Tommy gets the house. Okay. But you're still on the mortgage. Yes. Okay, you're still on the mortgage. Right. And that's four years from now. Guess what? I can get a waiver. Mm -hmm. I can get a waiver through Minnesota Housing that says since the divorce decree was filed four years ago and you haven't lived there and we could substantiate that you've been in a rental position for the last three years you would qualify for that program. Oh, wow. Good to know. So that changes things for a lot of people. Yeah, I see light bulbs going on. Yes, definitely. um, When we come back for the break, we hope that we'll be taking some of your calls. Um, This is a great subject. We know that there are are folks out there that are afraid, Mm -hmm. that are stuck in their tracks. We want to hear from you. What can we do to help you? Call us. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. 
to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. Mimi Shoneman from the Remax Results team is here. Also, Phil Olson from Amec Home Loans is in the building as well. And we're very happy to take your questions at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And not only do we take your questions, but when you call in, you get a copy of those updated guides that you have available. Right, Mimi? We do. We have the fall guides yes. that are absolutely available. So be sure and call and request those. It just you know, gives you a good jumping off position. If you're going, I wanted to buy my home, I wanted to sell a home, but I don't know where to start. These guides are a great way for you, you to know, just kind of just ease into the process. There's a lot of us that just love to read. Yes. And so you get me started reading and then I'll inch into the conversation. Correct. Because so. sometimes it helps you prepare for the conversation because you go, well, I don't even know how to start with the questions. What should I ask Mimi if I call? This way you can just kind of just prepare yourself a little bit more. Absolutely. So, Phil, are there any informations that you would like to leave with our listeners before we uh, head into a call? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and we talked about it real quickly during the break. Folks, there's so many different programs. There's so many different lenders. There's so many different twists to different products. And if you received a no before, call me. Yes. Because guess what? There's multiple scenarios I can give the consumer where I've said yes because of this, this, or this. Yeah, no means just not right now. Right. Call Phil if you've ever had a no. Yeah, if you've ever had a no, call me. Let me take a look at it. And it, guess what? It, worst. Ca- I'll give you worst case. You got a no, and I say no. I'm not going to say no. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say not now. Right. We're going to do this, 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 and this. And guess what? We're going to get you that house. If okay? you've never bought a house, it is one of the, the funnest things you'll ever do. Honestly, it, it's scary as all get out yes. the first time. But man, is it fantastic when you're moving in. Right. And we encourage you to call. Be a part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show at 651-641-1071. Jackie, what's your question of our experts? My question is that my husband and I are well, kind of semi-retired. We're retired, but we're still working. Um, and, um, we both had a house before I had one and had a bankruptcy, like probably, I don't know, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to pay the rent we're paying because we're paying $1,400 for rent and we're trying to downsize, but we thought maybe if we got a house that had some income potential, we wouldn't have to be paying as much. And it's kind of, there's other things that have affected my credit because I got it, got hurt at work and all the money that went out for the disability, it's still sitting there and I have no credit rated right now. Nobody mm-hmm. can find one okay. because the bills haven't been paid from gotcha. the, from when I got hurt. Well, that's so one of those things where I'd stuck. sit down with you and I'd go through everything that you have on your credit report, all three okay. bureaus, and I would put together a comprehensive credit enhancement plan for you. And Good. realistically, based on what you're telling me right now, we could potentially have you out looking for a house in less than a year. It, it could be yeah, even less than that. But ultimately, we're going to have to rebuild credit. And there are specific mm-hmm. vendors out there that would help you do that. And there are specific strategies that we can use to employ to get you a credit score and to get your credit score up. And then I have a, can I ask you a question? Sure. What why did I mean, I don't understand how my credit score could have gone this left the universe. Nobody right. can find one. Okay, well, if if you don't have any credit right now and you don't have any positive trade lines, there's nobody reporting to the bureaus for you, okay? Right. So because there's nobody reporting, basically the bureaus then say you're no longer, uh, you know, 
credit worthy because you're not reporting to them that you can make your payments on time. So that would be something I would work with you on to repair and fix. Yeah. Well, Jackie, thank you so much for the call. Thank you. And if you'll leave your information with our producer, Ryan, Phil will reach out to you this week. Okay. Thank you so much. Nice talking to you, Jackie. It's good to know that when you're dealing with credit scenarios like Jackie has, or if you had like, well, I had one late payment four years ago and that shows up as my only late payment. Why is it still on my credit? How long does it take for these things to drop to have somebody that you can ask those questions of? You've got what's called the statute of limitations. It's going to stay on the credit report for a period of seven years. And then if you make a payment in the interim, Mm -hmm. it will continue from another seven years from the date that you made your last payment. Gotcha. So sometimes you're making it worse. Correct. If you don't talk to someone and have them actually counsel you on what's the best way to handle some of these scenarios. Correct. Got it. Got it. So, um, you were saying, I just want everybody to know how they get in touch with you. They can reach me via my cell, 651-238-6748. And we know your cell phone works, Phil. We oh, yeah. Go off Believe early me, it, you it works, it. and I answer it from <laughs> 7 in the morning till 9 o'clock at night. Yes. You can shoot me an email. It was probably a listener. <laughs> I bet you. It, it probably was. <laughs> Don't call Phil. Call the station. Yeah. <laughs> He'll call That's you the back. first tip. Email phil at callphilolson.com. Of course, you can text me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can even stop in my brand new office over on 635 Bielenberg Drive in Woodbury. Nice. We're over the top of the Keller Williams office. Would love to see you. Perfect. And I'm right across the street, Joe, by the way. Oh, nice. We're kind of like, we can send like smoke signals. Yeah. Do you guys get together and do coffee and go like, let's just chat this up. We shoot. I just just tap on the window and and Mimi's got her her binoculars and she's going, she's waving at me. Yeah. I like that idea. You can just hold up little notes in the window. Little signs. Yeah. Yeah, Flashcards. And Mimi, they can always get a hold of you as well if they go online. It's very, first of all, they can always go to uh, mytalk1071.com and use the word, the keyword red hot if they want to find you. But they can also go to your website. Yeah, mnredhotrealestate.com. Give us a call, 651-578-2218. Not my cell phone. Right. <laughs> I'll take your call on my cell phone, but that's the better number. Exactly. Yeah. That'll be more more likely to kind of have that work out for you. And we do have another call. So, uh, Lisa, thank you for calling the Red Hot Real Estate Show. What's your question? Um, I was wondering, what is Phil's phone number to contact <laughs> Give it out again, Phil. You want her cell phone? 651 238 Six seven four eight, and don't be afraid to call me today. Just text him I, right now. Just text me right now. Okay, when I walk so out much. of the radio show, I'll call. <laughs> thanks, Lisa. That's awesome. <laughs> Maybe Lisa was calling you. I don't know. No, because she needed the number now. But now the money. Yes, mm-hmm. and I think that that's actually great because we did talk about um, on a previous show about. The differentiation of having a mortgage professional that you can call and can work through the entire process with and is going to show up to the closing in case any last minute things come up versus talking to some big box in the sky that if something goes wrong, you can't get a hold of them. How many times are you able to call an 800 number and get the same person? Never. If you are sitting in a pretty intense moment and you need to reach your loan officer but you got to go through an 800 number and a call system. You can't go into that person's office when, when stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. It, there could be no worse scenario. Right. I do not advocate for it at all. And Phil, I mean, you can walk right into his office and watch, you know, look at pictures, fish <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> you know. And so you yeah. really... 
And it is important also, as we talked about, is finding a professional that communicates to you in a way that works for you. Exactly. Because everybody has different styles. Exactly. And maybe you might be one of those people that's like, I rather, I get really anxious when I talk to people face to face. I just want to communicate on text. That might be a different style for what works for you. Yes. You know, but a lot of people, it's like, no, I'm at that in-between stage. I want someone that I can trust, that I can actually call and go, can you explain this to me in a way that makes sense? Yes. And and guess what? If if I can't do it over the phone, I'll schedule an appointment. I make house calls. Remember, I'm the doctor. Okay. <laughs> so I will go to people's houses mm-hmm. with my laptop when need be, or they'll come to my office and we'll figure it out. Yeah. So um, we we want to talk with, with folks out there that might be sitting in an equity position, but maybe too scared to examine that. Mm-hmm. So if you bought your home when the market was down, um, we're talking 2010 to 2013-ish, you're sitting on a mountain of equity. Because Phil and I worked with a, a really phenomenal client. Um, I sold them their house in 2011. And they doubled what they paid on the property, doubled. So not only were they able to move up into a property that better fit their scenario for their family, but they were also able to pay that house off in full. They were paid all their student debt off and they were able to just completely wipe out all of their debt. Now, Phil and I work with them both on their purchase and I sold their home and it was seamless. Mm-hmm. They were so ecstatic. A young family right. being able to be completely debt free. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. that student loan, we're not like, we're not sneezing at how difficult that is mentally on you, weighs on you. Seeing so, that year after year after year. So if, and, and the balance going down so slowly. So exactly. Slow. Yeah. But if you are in that scenario, we'd love to talk with you. Perhaps moving to a different type of property, perhaps using that as leverage to buy your first investment property. Mm-hmm. Airbnb is so great right now. I mean, it, and it's it's really prolific here in the Twin Cities. There's so many exciting things that you can do to generate wealth with real estate. How about buying a house as a first-time home buyer? You've got $35,000 in student loan. And realistically, in this marketplace, in three years' time, you could pay it all your student loan debt off by selling your house, and you now have that burden gone. And you're not paying any more than you already are in rent, and perhaps right. you're paying less. And next year, you don't have to be afraid that your landlord's going to knock on your door with Say a I need more money with a hundred to two hundred dollar increase. Right. That is a, a serious whammy mm-hmm. when you get that call. And it's it's not to be ignored. I mean, the nice thing about home ownership is that you can count on what you have and it's consistent. And if you own it, you can also rent it. Right. True. Yeah. You know, I mean, here's another fallacy that people have. Uh, And a great example is I just helped a 19 year old buy their first house. Wow. That's impressive. So you can help anybody that's out there. We do encourage them to give you a call. Again, I know Lisa asked for your number. Let's give it again, Phil. 651-238-6748. And Mimi? 651-578-2218. Give us a call. And you can always get all this information by going to our website, mytalk1071.com, keyword red hot. Thanks to all the wonderful callers today. bills on time? Not maxing out credit cards? Yes, give yourself credit. 
you can get closer to big goals like home ownership by taking small steps to build up your credit. Level up your credit knowledge at Fannie Mae.com slash credit education. Hey! 